The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation. For those of you that are newer, I have one of our favorite guests on, Suzanne Bandick. She's one of our results coaches here at uh, Grow My Cleaning Company. And she's pretty good at some tactical stuff. And I know a few things about what to believe and how to kind of work the inner workings of your mind, but she's world-class at one and I'm world-class at the other. And today we're going to talk about her world-class uh, gift, which is how to take the what to do and how to do it and make it into reality, into your life, as opposed to just, you know, we all think if someone would just tell me what to do and how to do it, then I'd be rich. But that's certainly the the table stakes, right? If you do the wrong things or nothing at all, you're not going to succeed. But um, often people, once they do know what to do and how to do it, they still don't do it. It's because there's a big disconnect between, um, yeah, just what they know and what can be reality. And then if that's when it really gets frustrating. So Suzanne is world-class at helping people go from, I understand what to do. I understand everything there is to know about calories and exercise and fat and carbs. And yet I'm overweight <laughs> to the person that's, you know, actually living the life that they want when it comes to their business. So, um, Suzanne, I'll let you say hey and introduce the specific uh, piece of the pie we're going to carve out and talk about today. Okay. Well, today I would like to talk about how to stack the odds in your favor with a very uh, important but simple mindset strategy where we're going to decide the outcome before you actually take the action. Okay. So tell me more. What does that look like? Okay, so let's um, just do it. Okay, we're going to do just a general everyday life example, and then I'll show you how it works into, into business. So let's say you need to go to the store for something. Before you get in the car or before you start the car, you take that segment of time. I'm going to the store. What do I want to have happen? I want to affirm safety. I would like all the traffic lights to be green. I would like to get there efficiently without having to curse at any traffic. And I find the perfect spot when I get there and there's no lineup at the checkout. That would be like a segment of time that you could pre-plan and pre-pave. And the outcome Believe it or not, Mike, when you try this out, you're going to be amazed. The outcome is very likely going to be that. it will. You will have had a very calm, very efficient trip out. So now let's take that into business. Well, hold on. Before we, before we do, because A, uh, I won't be surprised when I do this because I have done it and I've already been surprised, so I'm no okay. longer surprised. B... And by the way, I'm, I love Suzanne because she's much more in tune with her emotional state and the impact that that has on the world and her beliefs. And I think I'm a little more than the average bear, but pretty A type, A plus B equals C, and that's that. Um, so when I did that, I remember I've been married for 14 years now, and we we're dating. I would tell Natalie, watch this. I always get the best spot. 
And Mm -hmm. did I always get the best spot? No. Did I get the best spot way more than any other guy she dated? Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. So I share that just for, you know, those of you that are on Suzanne's wavelength didn't need any of that. You're like, yeah, I already get that. Those of you on kind of old, younger, dumber, you know, less evolved Mike's mindset um, might've needed that direly. That said, I've also found it's certainly not a hundred percent of time. So yes, when I set that intention, I get the outcome I want more often than when I don't, but not a hundred percent of the time. So how do you, and I, we're going to get in the business, but this is such a clear one. How do I reconcile when I set my intention, I go out and then that, I get a terrible spot. Well, that's why I said you're stacking the odds in your favor. Love that. It does. It may not work a hundred percent of the time, but I guarantee it'll work more often than not. And am I hedging my bets? And then we'll go on to the business part. But am I hedging my bets if I go, like you said a couple of things. I love your example because it's so clear. One, I'm going to get the best spot. Well, you know, I think the energy I put out and the expectations I have have some impact on that, but I certainly can't control it. I'm not, and then your exact quote, if I remember it, was I'm not going to have to curse at anyone in traffic. The cool thing is that I can guarantee, right? So I could, would it be hedging my bets to go, I'm probably not going to get any traffic is to go smooth. But if I do, I'm going to be un, uncharacteristically calm. And I'm, you know, obviously they're going to have the best spot reserved for me. I'm just going to pull right into it. But if I don't, I'm going to enjoy the walk. Like, does it, is that hedging the bets or is that a helpful thing to like control the controllables? Uh, probably not necessary. Like, great mindset. But as far as this strategy is concerned, you are expecting the best. So you're going to expect, nope, you're going to expect the traffic will be light and you always want to prove yourself right. So you'll go, see, I told you so. I think that's why it worked for me when I was dating Natalie, because I was dating her and I want to, you know, you're a young, dumb kid and you want to impress. Yeah. So it's, and again, didn't happen a hundred percent of time. I wish she was here. I'd I'd ask her if her recollection of this was the same, (laughs) but we got good spots all the time, all the time. Okay. So let's move it into, or you move it into business and I will. uh, Okay. So let's say um, you have to have an interaction with an employee that hasn't been cleaning properly. If you go into the situation, like most of us tend to do, we go to the, ah, I'm I'm uneasy doing it. It's, they're probably going to be rude. They're not going to like what I have to say. It's, and you think of all the ways that it can fail. If you take your action feeling like that, well, probably it's going to be like that. But if before you do, you say, okay, monkey mind, I'm just going to put you here. What would I really like to see happen? I would like us to have the best conversation. They understand me. They say, yes, I agree. I will work on that. And I truly appreciate you bringing this to my attention. And it goes really, really well. What if we take just a few minutes before we have that conversation to prepave, stack the odds in our favor that things will go well? I really like that one because I feel like with the parking spot, there's influence but no control. Whereas when it's interaction with another human being, the influence is so much higher. So I think I've shared the story before in a different instance, but I think it's perfect for here. And since we're talking about Natalie and I dating, I am in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a fairly wealthy part of Arizona or the wealthiest part of Arizona. 
and there's lots of money here and lots of very good looking women, you know, lots of suntans and surgically enhanced bodies and all sorts of, uh, all sorts of fun. So when I was younger in dating, I really feel blessed that I dated obviously prior to marrying my amazing bride, I dated some really just quality, amazing ladies. I always felt very lucky to be in their company. Feels like a hundred percent of my friends because I'm old and married now, so I don't have a lot of single friends. But back back when I was single, I had a lot of single friends, and I'm sure it wasn't hundred percent, but I promise over eighty percent all said the same thing. They're all gold diggers. Everybody wants money. That's what they're here for. That's who's in Scottsdale. And, and you know, if you if you knew Scottsdale, you'd be like, that's a very you know Los Angeles. You know, sometimes Las Vegas, Scottsdale. Like it's that fit the narrative that was probably out there. And we were on the same dating sites as the others. And, you know, some of these guys had more money than me and some had a lot less. Most were probably better looking, <laughs> whatever. It's, it wasn't about that. I just didn't have that experience. And 100% self-fulfilling. And did I run into quote unquote gold diggers? Maybe, but maybe our energies didn't clash and they didn't respond to me or I didn't respond to them and it didn't turn out. Or maybe the same lady showed up and, hey, whoever I, I'm with, I want to be confident that they're competent enough to navigate this world and didn't have a gold diggy attitude, but they just obviously want someone that knew what the heck they were doing and knew what they had to bring to the relationship and wanted someone else that was competent. And it just it's it's just funny when you're dealing with other human beings, when you're dealing with inanimate objects like, you know, I'm going to get a parking spot or this or that. It's one thing. But when it's a relationship, it is shocking how how you show up has everything to do with Suzanne and I have both worked for and with other people. And I'm guess guessing she's had other people she's worked for and with that she didn't have a great relationship with. You know, be hard with Suzanne. I'm guessing her hit rate is pretty dang high. And I've had other people that I've worked with that have not been Suzanne's in my life. And it's funny how we get together. It's like everything Suzanne does. I'm like, I'm delighted. She's amazing. And I'm guessing other people she's worked with didn't find everything she did delighting. And guess what? She was probably less delightful. It just, it's such a, it's such a self-fulfilling prophecy. Sorry, I didn't mean to get ranty, but man, are you scratching where I'm itching? Please continue. Well, that's actually a brilliant example, Mike, because you can say there were other, and let's talk about men dating for just a second here. There were, other men, there were other men dating that would have experienced the gold digger woman. Why? Because they're expecting that. They're figuring that's what everybody else gets. They're not choosing for themselves. If I can even get you a little. chose. I can different. even get a little more into it. Sorry, single friends, if you're listening from the past. I think a lot of them were insecure about that and were had fears. They're not going to think I, I make enough money. Everyone else made, they were super into that. And voila, that's what, that's what they called forth. So it wasn't even, right. yes, I think superficially, uh, cause I don't, when I started dating, I'd been married for 10 years. My wife left. I didn't, had no idea my market value. Like if anyone would, would be interested. Right. So I didn't have a lot of preconceived notions, but I just didn't, the way I showed up wasn't that. It certainly wasn't, oh, I'm in Scottsdale, I'm going to attract this type of person. And it just never happened. So I think I think a lot of times it's our own, you know, if you're the guy that's like, I never get the good parking spot. Women are gold. You know, it's funny when a guy's like, I've dated 50 girls in this city and they're all X negative. It's like, well, there's one thing in common and it ain't them. <laughs> you know, I'm sure if I talked to all the people they dated, there'd be varying reports, right? But if you're over 50. You're the, you're the common denominator here, pal. <laughs> like maybe take a look at, and the beautiful thing is say they all are gold diggers. Well, short of moving or 
choosing not to date, there's really not a lot I can do about that. But setting that intention in a gold diggery or not gold diggery <laughs> universe can only help. And certainly I found that to be, literally I was confused when they said it. I was like, really? I like, it took me a while, like looking back, I can kind of see it clearly, but at the time I was like, I guess I'm just lucky or I just like, we're on the same dating apps or whatever. I just, I had no idea, but looking back, I'm like, it was not that. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. And Mike, on that specific example, we could go into many different avenues with that and discuss it more, but let's bring it back. Into right, so we'll business. do a full dating episode in the future, but <laughs> just in, on the rare chance someone wants the, some sort of business the, stuff, we'll get back the, to that. <laughs> the part that I want to pull out of what you just said was, please take note, you can have all your friends can be having one experience or all the other business companies can be having one experience, but that's their thoughts. If you think differently, you can have a different experience than I'm going to say other businesses in your area. Okay. I'm sorry to keep interrupting, but you're saying such good stuff. I'm going to give two quick things. I'm going to shut up and let you say whatever you want to say. (laughs) One, many of the people that come to me thinking this other business is crushing it and I'm, I suck. I coach those other businesses. I know they're not crushing it. So a lot of it's just complete confusion. It's not even the truth. We just see these businesses and it's like, well, are they really having the success that you want both in financial, like maybe they're married and their spouse puts money into it, or maybe they're just doing it 30 years and they've done poorly, but they just haven't gone into business. Maybe who knows? There's an infinite amount of factors that could be contributing or more likely, you know, (laughs) Facebook's everyone's best moments and you're comparing that to your actual life. So maybe what they put on their website and social isn't how they're actually experiencing their business day to day. So the first part is just factual error. The second part is, I wish I could remember her name. I think I know who it is, but I don't want to call her out if uh, I'm wrong. And it's a cute story. She's giving me permission to share it, but she came very worried about her hiring funnel being a mess. And she's like, I, I'm, everything was a mess. So I started with, well, how many people we started the month? Cause we got our data for the month. We started, we're last month, last month. How many people did you want to hire? She's like four or no, it was three weeks into the month. I'm like, okay. At the beginning of the month, how many people did you want? Do you, do you, did you want to hire this month? She's like four. I'm like, all right, how many of you hired so far? She said three. I'm like, what date is it? She's like, it's the 20th. I'm like, so you're exactly on track. And I wasn't trying to stick it to her. I was confused as to like, okay, help me understand the problem. She's like, and it was literally just the way she was perceiving. She was perceiving her funnel was broken so much so that she, in the face of facts that were otherwise, which is what we do so often, she was convinced her funnel was broken. And literally, I didn't have to give any coaching. I just had to help her understand, oh, I'm exactly on track. I should just keep doing what I'm doing. I just was seeing it or experiencing it in a way that didn't feel so good. Right. So let's take that specific example, hiring funnel. All right. Let's um, pre-decide the outcome we would like before we take the action. So you're, you're ready to place the ad. Let's start at the very beginning. Take a few moments to visualize the outcome that you want. 
we're stacking the odds in our favor. Let's take it back a step before that. We'll get a little tactical. You're about to write the ad. I think a lot of times people just write the ad and they're like, well, this guy said that. And it's a very generic, fast growing company, you know, looking for smart people, pay training, flexible schedule, competitive pay. It's just vomiting. If you just started with picturing the person that you wanted, like who they are before you wrote the ad, you're going to get a different ad. And then now pick it right back up where you were, sister. Exactly. So visualize, just like when we got in the car, we visualized all the parts. Visualize all the parts of the interview. The best people, just take a second and say, the the best, the greatest core value fit people see my ad. Mm -hmm. They apply and the best people only make it to the interview right? It's the sorting system. So who cares if 50 people said they would come and you have three people show up because those three, you know, thank you, universe, sorting process. Thank you to my intentions. The best people show up. So you visualize that all the way to shaking their hand and saying, congratulations, you're moving into the next step of our interview process or whatever it is. So that you're seeing the best outcome before you do the action. So I think, first of all, thank you for bringing that up. It's so, it's frustrating because it's one of those things that's so simple. I think we, you know, it's kind of like, well, you want to lose weight, just eat less and move more. Like, oh, well, is that all I have to do? So it can be deceptively simple where people shrug it off or say some version of, I tried that and it didn't work. So because it's so powerful and I don't want people to miss the ability to upgrade their life. And beautiful thing is we're using a lot of personal examples. This works just as I'm glad we did because business is important, but this works with dating and relationships and driving to the grocery market. Like those weren't just examples. Those are, you know, funny Suzanne used that. I'm going to get a good spot. I'm like, oh, I've done that. So I just want to give you a chance, Suzanne, to speak to the guy or gal who somehow stuck with us this whole time and has some version of that won't work or I can't do it or I've tried it before and I struggled. They just need, you know, I'm sure one-on-one you'd be great with them. So I'm putting you in a tough spot, one to many. What would you say to that person that wants to believe you, right? They're not like, you're full of crap. They had, the guy that says we're full of crap, he already went on next podcast <laughs> 10 minutes ago. So this guy or gal wants to believe, he really is like, that makes sense and I want it, but I'm afraid and I've tried it before and I've been burned and they just need a little extra encouragement or maybe a simple next step to try to have an easy win. So what would you say that person just needs a little, a little encouragement? Okay. So we're talking specifically about this mindset exercise, correct? Yes. Yeah. They want to try it, but they're afraid and, or they don't know exactly what to do. Like they're, they're just, they're probably not yet, but with. Okay. A little I, more I, I would think it would be more a situation of, eh, I haven't had success in the past. Okay. Eh, kind of tried this Eh, didn't work. Why bother? So what I would suggest is one more time, just take the minute and say, what does it hurt, right? I'm going to take a second and I'm going to picture the outcome that I want. We're so Suzanne just back got in meta. the odds in our favor. Pardon? You just got very meta. You said to, to, to succeed this time at stacking the odds in your favor, why don't you stack the odds in your favor? <laughs> like it's so, yeah. Right? So this is my expectation that whatever I want to do will go well. Yeah, I tried it before. 
and I got a result, not a bad result or the wrong result, didn't fail, just got a result. And now I'm gonna try something else and it's gonna be fun and I'm gonna be shocked and I'm gonna have a little story and that's it, go ahead. And let's try this 10 times and see how often it works. I'm gonna keep score and see if Suzanne is full of it, that's right? As a guy, I certainly like keeping score. Let's We gamified it. So if that helps any of you guys or gals out there, it's a great way to do it. As opposed to just, I'll try it and not really define it. Say the next 10 times I'm going to go to the store, the next 10 sales calls I'm going to have, the next 10 client interactions I'm going to have, the next 10 interactions with my spouse or my son or uh, an employee, I'm going to just take 30 seconds and it's fun. So say it fails miserably. Okay. I just had 30 seconds of fun before my 10 interactions and it won't fail, but let's just say, right. so yeah, maybe make, maybe make it five and keep score. And, and the more often we do it for specific things, the more it amplifies, it's almost like, ah, oh, okay. We know your desire in this situation. <laughs> so it just amplifies the more you do it. And, you know, we talk about uh, our listeners are not, um, they're used to talk about price increases. Let's say that, right? So again, the classic thing that I hear is I'm scared. I'm going to lose my customers. They're not going to like it. Well, think about getting on the call with the expectation that, oh, I know you're not going to like this. Even if you don't say it, it's in your vibe. And then you get off the call and they didn't like it and they got upset with you. And you're like, see, I kind of told you so. Just take a second and change that around and say, what if, what if this went well? What would it look like? What if they said, man, you've been providing such great service for so long. I'm surprised it took you this long to raise prices. How would that feel? Imagine. Exactly. So if you take a few minutes and you do that before you do your calls, you're stacking the odds in your favor. All right, guys, gals, we, I could go into this for hours and hours and let's just stay and talk because she is just brilliant. Um, let us know. If that works out, great. Reach out. Support at GrowMyCleanCompany.com. Let us know on the Facebook group. Give us some feedback. We love hearing these success stories. Um, as some of you guys know, I go live every Wednesday um, in our Facebook group. It's free to join. If you When you try this and have some success, jump on the Facebook group. Share. I listened to the podcast with you and Suzanne, and I did it, and it worked. And give a specific story, and we'll uh, we'll share with the world. So GrowMyCleaningCompany.com has got all the resources we have, over a 1,000 podcasts, videos, everything you need to grow a cleaning company. Go get some. See you soon. Well, here we are, the end of the podcast, and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.